match. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Sportsman. As always, Joey D, as always, always, Mikey V and myself, The Big Ticket. Gentlemen, um, we've just been doing one a week recently. I mean, we're going to do a live thing, but everyone was busy this weekend. Couldn't get to it. It feels like I haven't seen you guys in forever. I know you guys were just together, but let's just jump right into that thing. Waste management. Joe, how was, how? I mean, I know we talked about it on Bob to sports podcast. I'm sure you're going to talk about on brilliantly dumb, but just just a little bit. How was how was the weekend? It was um, it was wild to say the least. I think on the Saturday, um, I think Mikey, you had said it was like half million people in attendance. It was it was truly chaotic in the sense that like we got there on Saturday, you couldn't even move. Like it took us probably a good 30, 40 minutes to get through the crowd to get to where we needed to be. Uh, weather conditions were terrible. Um, and as a result, I think it really, it clogged up the golf course very much so. Because normally, and as I said in the other podcast that we did today uh, for the Bob Sports Show, is I believe normally there's a lot of people who, who situate on the grass or up on the hillside. It was all mud. Like you couldn't walk on it. So everybody kind of congregated towards the car path and it just it just bottlenecked everything. So it was very congested. Um, very busy. That being said, it was a lot of fun. Um, we, we frequented the DraftKings Sportsbook area a lot because of the weather being pretty, uh, you know, spotty for, especially on the Thursday, we didn't even get to go to, to the sweet 16. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. I mean, in, in, in a nutshell, I think, you know, I think that, you know, you go on social media and whatnot, they highlight the worst parts of it, you know, the craziness and the fighting and stuff. We didn't see any of that, thankfully. We didn't. We weren't able to witness any of that stuff. But there was a lot of people getting after it. The crazy thing, Michael, was that they cut cut off booze sales. Like yeah, I heard it that. wasn't even that late. It was like four o'clock, and they were doing last call because earlier I guess than people that, were just getting route. Yeah, it had to be earlier. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, that being said, it was it was a great time. Mikey V's first ever golf tournament for the PGA tour. We had an unbelievable, probably one of the best suites on the 16th hole you could have been on. Um, and then, you know, on the Wednesday before Mikey got there, we had to partake in a shot on the 16th hole, which for me turned out to be an absolute debauchery. I, 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 uh, you know, I could not have shanked the ball worse if I tried, but the whole process was pretty freaking awesome. Um, and it was just, it was, it's, it's, it's a really good time and it's a fun tournament to be a part of. And, you know, I will say, but then I'll let Mikey go ahead and talk a little bit, but, um, Mikey V did these bets where I didn't know you could do this ticket. You can bet an individual golfer to get a hole in one on the tournament. Wow. And he bet Scheffler. I think it was like 10,000 to oh, one. He almost had that. And oh. he almost hit one, which would have made him like $13,000. So I didn't know you could do this. Apparently on DraftKings, you could do these little these little prop bets where you could pick an individual golfer. And because the likelihood of them hitting a hole one is so, so low that you get these astronomically high odds. Yeah. What was the odds and, on Scheffler for that, Mikey? Oh, plus 10,000. Plus ten thousand, and he almost fucking. <laughs> Mike, that would have been the biggest hit. Of he the almost, year. he almost did it twice. He did it he on did. Friday too. He almost did it. 
The uh, one on Sunday was crazy because that was at the same moment he was really unraveling. I mean, he could not get off the tee box at all. But then all of a sudden on 16, he fucking almost put that thing Inches in. away. Inches it was away. amazing. Uh, Mikey, how'd you enjoy yourself? Was this your first uh, golf tournament? Yeah, it was my first tournament. I mean, listen, uh, it's tough not to enjoy yourself when you have the accommodations that we had at the at, at the 16th hole. I will say this. If you're a bystander just going to that tournament in particular, um, you got to be like 18 to like 25 years old because, I mean, it was a zoo. Like, I, I just don't see how I would have enjoyed myself if we weren't in the situation we were in with, you know, the PGA rep there and the suite and like, because... You know, for me, like, I'm just like, you know, being older now and like having dealt with massive crowds at sporting events before and, you know, dealing with the mud and kids that are just pissed drunk all over the place. And Joe's right. I didn't see any fights or anything like stupid like that. But I mean, everybody was bombed and that's fine. That doesn't bother me. But when like you're rubbing up against them and you got to maneuver your way through and you're sober as a bird doing that. You know, it just gets a little bit uncomfortable at some point. But I mean, once we got up there, man, like what an experience. Like it was, it was just awesome. it really was like the Roman Coliseum watching that hole. It really yeah, was man. like people are so brutal uh, cheering on the birdies and booing guys that don't make the green on the first shot. And people I mean, even hit the green are getting booed. It was yeah, crazy. It, it's just it. it's wild, man. It was a wild experience. A lot of fun. Um, the weather banged us on the first day. I wish we could have got out there two days in that suite because that suite, like Joe said, was it was spectacular. That was definitely uh, the best suite. I mean, we had our own p- private bartender in the suite. We didn't have to leave it unless you had to go to the bathroom. Wow. And even the bathrooms were like, you know, kind of roped off a little bit where it wasn't a lot of people. It was it was really, really uh, an incredible, incredible experience once you got up there. But getting there getting up to the suite, getting to the hole, forget getting to the suite, just maneuvering throughout the course to get to the hole you wanted to get to. What an absolute nightmare. Getting mobbed by fans too. Bob, Bob was getting mobbed. We were getting, it was was crazy. Yeah, we were getting, we were, we did a meet and greet and, and tick. We had to leave at one point. It was awesome, but we had to leave at one point because we would have been there for three hours. We were there for like an hour and a half and it wasn't, it wasn't really dying down. So finally we left, but it, it was, it's just a cool experience. Cause I remember the first time we went, you know, I was seeing this, I don't know if it's saying this to Bob, but the first time we went to that, I went to waste management, we could, we didn't even have tickets to get into the 16th hole. And this year we had one of the best suites. And not only that, we're shooting a shot on, on, on Wednesday at the 16th yeah. hole. We're hanging out. Nick Saban's there. Michael Phelps is there. Like it was, it was truly a scene which was really cool too to see like how how much like everything's grown within the last year. It was it was really a cool experience, and um, I, I do think that they will get a grip on some of the things that got kind of unraveled a little bit. I think the weather was was really a bang job. I, I that at the, that at the rate at the rate we're going, Joe may be playing in the tournament next year. <laughs> that wouldn't be good for anybody. <laughs> that would be good for me. It would be good yeah. for me. I, I'd have a good laugh out of it. Michael, yeah. you could put a hole in one prop on for me. It'll pay like yeah. five million to Plus one. Plus a hundred thousand. <laughs> They're not That'd even gonna great. make that bet. They're not yeah. even gonna offer yeah. that. It's, it's not a liability to book that bet. <laughs> all, all, all it takes is one one hole and they, and they go out of business. That's correct. They go out of business. That's exactly right. Uh okay. Well, yeah, it was funny watching from afar because that was the main story that people were getting into fights, people were drinking. 
uh, like fish and that it was just, it was really a nightmare. That was at least having not been at the tournament, sort of what the news felt like uh, coming out. So it's good to hear that you guys didn't see anything. It, it's funny earlier on the Bob the sports podcast, Perez made this hilarious uh, analogy. He's like, there's just something that happens with grown men when they get wet and they just get fucking rowdy. And in my head, I thought that was funny at the time. But then I was thinking, I used to go to a lot of these music festivals like Bonnaroo or like Lollapalooza. I used to do that a lot. And if there was a day that it rained, it was it was so it's so true. It's like people devolve into yeah. this animal yeah. yep. just because it's raining and it's wet and it's chaotic. And, and yeah. people just... They act differently. I don't know. It was crazy. It's yeah, a good, I just, good analogy. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. I just don't have that in me anymore, bro. I, I don't like. I, I just don't like. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I'm just showing my age. But like, again, going to sporting events or concerts or things like that, and being in that position so many times already, I'm just like, it's much nicer to just have a kind of a chill spot. And we definitely had a very chill spot that we were able to just sit back and enjoy it and not be like you know, have to get crazy like that. Cause like, yeah, in order, in order for you to survive that tournament, if you didn't, I mean, you had to be a little fucking nuts because it was, it was a zoo, man. It was a zoo. It was, my buddy had tickets, general admission. They turned them away. They were turned that's away. wild. Yeah, so, I that's mean, it wild. was, you know, and they were, they cut wow. off alcohol on Saturday by like one o'clock in the afternoon. So uh, our place, the, the suite, luckily they didn't call last call till five 30. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, you know, it was just, oh. it was a, I didn't zoo. hear that detail. That's oh yeah, that's special. Yeah. That's yeah. real yeah. nice. For it me. was nice. It was convenient. It was convenient. <laughs> yeah, sure was. Nice. Um, I was also surfing the clouds, so that helps. Oh, sure. you oh, okay. Yeah, that's always a good joke. That's the best joke. Uh, you can get. Oh, Michael and I had a great yeah, it is. Time. Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> joke. It is the fun. It is oh, the most fun joke. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, guys. Well, I know you guys are going to Daytona this weekend. We'll get into that, but let's just dive right into the Super Bowl. Um, Chiefs, hold it out. 25-22 in overtime. Um, Mikey, why don't you walk me through that game? What'd you see there? Well, um, I put it I jotted down a couple of things that I, I wanted to touch on about the Super Bowl. Um, number one. If you bet San Francisco, I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback anybody's wagers. That's not what I do. Uh, I know, Joe. I know. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to I'm going to say this. I think people who bet San Francisco, if they didn't receive that as like a like a touted pick from somebody like a handicapper or something that they someone they trust. My whole thing is like I went back and forth about this game so many times leading up to. But I stuck with what I remember from Championship Sunday. And what I remember from Championship Sunday is going against the Chiefs the second week in a row. I took them the first week to beat Miami into cover. They did. Then I went against them in the Buffalo game. Then yeah. I went against them in the Ravens game. And I thought that the way the Chiefs had won those two games on the road 
was so much more vastly impressive than what San Francisco had done at home, barely holding on as a touchdown plus favorite back to back weeks against a wild card Packer team and a Detroit team that to be quite honest, I didn't think either of those teams was, was the total complete team as much as the bills and the Ravens were. So to me, I just stuck to that. I just did not allow that feeling I had on Sunday at the conclusion of the championship games to leave me. And I think a lot of people over the two-week period leading up to the Super Bowl just overthought it. I think people overthought it. And they were like, well, Christian McCaffrey's going to, well, Debo Samuel's going to, well, you know, Ayuk and Kittle and, and, and Bosa and Trent Williams. And yes, they are a team of all-stars. There's no question, no question. But at the end of the day, this Chiefs team is like watching Brady and Gronkowski. Mahomes and Kelsey yeah. are the modern Brady and Gronkowski. And, and, and Andy reads the modern Belichick in terms of his, his winning with Patrick. And until they're dethroned in that game, and they were by only, only the greatest, Tom Brady's the only one who was able to do it. And it yeah. took a decimated Chiefs offensive line and, and, and Tom Brady to do it. I, it's just never a wise thing to bet against Kansas City in the playoffs. It just yeah. never is. If Mahomes is playing, I'd rather Especially die as an underdog. I'd rather, die, I'd rather die on another sword. I would rather die on another sword than die on that one. I'd rather pick yeah. against any team in any other game. Now, Super Bowl, you only got one game. You only got one choice. But there was just no way that I could see myself going against Mahomes. Um, you know, the 49ers not being prepared in overtime, not knowing the rules of the new overtime is inexcusable. Um, and to be frank, you know, Andy Reid is a better coach than, than uh, Shanahan. And Shanahan now has blown wow. big leads in the Super Bowl three times or four times, whatever it is, three times, I think. Double-digit leads. Uh, obviously, that one when he was in Atlanta, everyone knows about 28-3. to three. The last time they played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, he had a 10-point lead. He had another lead, another double-digit lead last week. So yeah. Shanahan to me is just, you know, it's starting to get a little questionable over there with him. And yes, he's a great coach. He's a great play caller, but something in that biggest of big moments, something shrinks. And uh, you know, that's a concern if I'm a 49ers fan, it's a concern because man, oh man, do they get to the, they get right, right to the summit and they just can't get to the, the absolute peak um, for whatever reason. And then the last thing I'll say is that Mahomes is approaching that territory now where you could legitimately hand this guy the MVP trophy every single season. He could win it every, you could give him, and that's how I felt about Brady a lot. At the end of the day, this guy's the most valuable guy in the league. He is, period. Yeah. You wouldn't name another player you would rather have than him, correct? Right now, today, you'd rather, if you were starting a team, you could have any player, you have the first overall pick. Everyone in their mother picks Patrick Mahomes. You could give him the MVP every single year. You're not going to, but he's in that territory now, and this team's only going to be better next year. I got bad news for you. If any year was the year to, to crack them, it was this year. They're going to be better next year. Very scary. Joey D? I, yeah, everything you said is correct. I don't I don't doubt any of that. I think um, the one thing that he didn't touch on, and I think it deserves to be said because they did it throughout the entirety of the playoffs, <clears throat> and for a majority of the season when the offense was, was struggling, the Kansas City defense looked un believable and they just make timely plays again and again and again whether it's Sneed or it's Chris Jones causing how many times did Chris Jones cause an interruption yeah. where there should have been a touchdown made but he was right there about to sack Purdy and it threw him off like 
I tell you what, Trent Williams had a terrible game, I thought. He was getting, he was holding, he was getting beat. Um, and he's arguably the best offensive lineman in the league. Um, I just thought that the defense, they came up huge. And you saw Kansas City started out this game looking really they did not look very good on offense. They looked like they were stagnant. They couldn't find their legs. They couldn't do anything. And that defense, I know they gave up a couple scores early on, but then they clamped down and they got some turnovers. They got they, they made some big timely stops. And it felt like San Francisco really had a chance early on to establish a huge lead where they could have really put the game a little bit out of reach. Yeah. And they couldn't convert. They couldn't score. They the first drive down where they go and the McCaffrey fumbles. The second drive they go and then they get holding after holding, penalty after penalty. So that backs them up. And then there was another drive where they're down there. And then they ended up having to punt. So I thought that the Kansas City defense was really. I, I don't know if they got the you know the credit that they deserve. And obviously Mahomes is the MVP. But I I just thought Spagnuolo did a great job and really keeping He's that. He, he is the best modern day big game defensive coordinator in the league. He has been uh, since he was with the giants and he continues to be with the chiefs. And uh, you know, they don't have like Kansas city doesn't have a superstar studded defense, uh, you know, with these big names everywhere. I mean, Chris Jones, of course, is he's the number one, he's going to be the number one free agent this year in the off season Sneed, I guess, uh, you know, but they really, it's not like these guys have like, a TJ Watt or a Nick Bosa no. or like a premier Nick. They just play great team defense. And Spagnolo yeah. is just a master schemer. That's what he is. He's just a master schemer. I mean, look at the one touchdown San Francisco scored. They had to run a double pass fake to McCaffrey to score that touchdown. Like, like it wasn't like they were just, you know, going right down the field and just dominate in the beginning. Like Joe said, San Francisco, all the momentum was with the Niners. And I mean, they were three and outing the Chiefs with regularity. They were flying around the ball. Big moment in that game when Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles going onto the field. Because I mean, how yeah. does that even happen? Now, he is the name that's forgotten on that defense behind Bosa and Fred Warner. And, and, Warner. Uh, and Huf- Warner looked great. And Hufanga before he got hurt for the season. That is the big name. That is the guy on that defense that keeps that defense. He's like the heartbeat of that defense. I felt like once he went out, some of the pilot light in that defense, their intensity kind of went out along with him uh, because he was flying around. He yeah. made a tackle they on was. Kelsey, man. You don't see tackles like that on Travis Kelsey that often. He thought he did like a Hulk smash on top of uh, Jarek McKinnon's helmet after he tackled him in the first quarter. Just uh, that was a brutal blow for San Francisco. And even worse, you got a 27-year-old linebacker who's an absolute stud. Now he's likely going to miss next season because he tore the Achilles so yeah. late. Tore it in February. Was it, not, was it <clears throat> torn Achilles? Torn Achilles. Yeah. Torn Achilles. That, I mean, That's he was running off the That's field. A killer. How does that even happen? Yeah, well, he had been injured all season. He had been he off was and on injured up all season. When you play that kind of style football, those type of guys, man, it's tough to stay healthy because these guys have no regard for their body. I mean, they just throw their body in anything. And uh, there's a couple guys in the league like that, and there always has been, and those guys tend to get dinged up a lot. But, man, when they're on the field, they are important, and they're fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was a wild game, man. I, I, it was really a snooze fest the first half, and then thankfully it kind of picked up and got exciting towards the yeah, end. I'd agree with that. But the I mean, fact I love that a, when you got the under, I love it. Oh well, yeah, but like if you're watching as an objective yeah. observer, like it's it was just like it it was it was kind of weak to start out. I, I will say that um, 
you just felt like once Kansas City came back, even at the end of the game, I thought they were going to win at the end of the game. I really thought that they were going to win before the game ended. And they're like, wow, they held them. And then San Francisco got the ball and they were just marching down the field in overtime. I'm like, they're going to score a touchdown again. They got just stalemated. They couldn't score. They couldn't make a big play. Um, and then it was like, okay, well, Mahomes is going to get it's You know, you have an, a perennially good quarterback when you know, like a field goal is pretty much a guarantee on a big drive. I'm yeah. like, dude, they're not going to stop him. Every time it was fourth down, he was running. He was, he was, I mean, they just, this guy just takes over the game. He just Peyton, refuses to Peyton, lose. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, uh, um, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, who's the other, and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the quarterbacks that I always thought if they had the ball at the end of the game, you lose. If they yeah. if they have a chance, you're just going to lose. Like they just go down the field so easily. And those are the four guys off the top of my head that I always just had that uh, that feeling about. You know, it's interesting. It would have been really funny since San Francisco really thought that a touchdown would have ended the game. Had they scored a touchdown, if they started celebrating like the game was over. Like if they had scored a touchdown, would they have won? Did they all think the- that it was just a couple guys? All of them. They never went over it. They said, yeah. Chuck said they never had discussed it ever. They never had discussed it, which is, I mean, look. Odds that the game's going to go to overtime are so slim, like very, very slim. Odds on it are, are, are astronomically high that it's not going to, but I mean, you got to at least talk about well, it. So, so did they not understand the rules or did they just not game plan for it? They knew so they how didn't, overtime they did not. They did not know the new playoff overtime rule one. where each team gets a possession no matter what. So you're what. probably better to defer in that case anyway. Of, of course. The referee asked him, are you sure? Yeah. The referee asked him, are you sure? <laughs> That's how you know you <laughs> fucked up. Because if you I, if you go on defense, you make a stop and you score, you game win. Game's over. Game's if over. they yeah. score a touchdown, you can still score San Francisco anyways. took the ball because they thought – you know, if the, it was if the old the Chief, rules. if we give the Chiefs the ball and they score a yeah. touchdown, game's over. Vice versa, if we score a touchdown, the game's over. That's why I'm saying, had San Fran scored that touchdown, that might have been one of the more comedic scenes you've ever seen. They would have been yeah. ripping the helmets off, storming the field. That would have been insane. It insane. So, but it didn't happen, obviously. And uh, the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions yet again. And what really boggles my mind is that next year the Chiefs are still not the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. It's the Niners. I just yeah. don't get it. I, I don't get it. What am I missing? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there was multiple times within this Sportsman podcast where we just said throughout the year, this is not the same Chiefs team. It's not. They it don't have like it. it. This team like isn't it. good. And then how they read Mahomes in the playoffs. It's Mahomes just, in the playoffs. It but wasn't just the playoffs. It, was it like, wasn't the same were, team, but it was the same quarterback and the same head coach. Look at and the game at the end of the year. Right. That's all was it the last game of the season against the Bengals? Like th- th- that, that team yeah. looked like they, they shipped the bed. The, fir- I mean, the, the first half, they were getting ripped by uh, the third string quarterback for Cincinnati. And then second half, they came back and won the game. But, but the first half, they got shut out. Bucker kicked like five field goals. Yeah. 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 By the way, yeah. Harrison, Harrison Bucker, that might have been the lock of the century, the over one and a half field goals, because this guy <laughs> can kick <laughs> it from the 50. I mean, yeah. he had a 57. He's, he's an out. He is a unit. That guy is, and he's clutch. And yeah. he is, he, you know what? I know everyone's going to say Justin Tucker right now, today, right now, I'll take Harrison Bucker over Justin Tucker today. today. Wow. I'm not saying, oh. not saying, not saying. That's got to be recency bias, man. It's, he's been doing it for a couple of years now, Tick. I mean, he's one of the best. But in Justin the Tucker's shown no I signs. Of I, I feel down. like Tucker's stock is going down and I feel like Bucker's wow. rise. 
Okay, fair enough. Well, fair Tucker's enough. been at the top of the fucking pyramid for a long time. A long time. Long, long time. time. All right, guys, 2024 is here in full swing, and that means it's time for our New Year's resolution check-in with our good friends over at Manscaped. It's never too late to level up your grooming game and keep your bush tamed, gentlemen. Keep your bush tamed, okay? Manscaped's new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Guys, I had to have my own check-in, okay? I had to look at myself in the mirror, need a haircut. I'm letting myself go here a little bit, but the beard is always looking good for as much as I have one, and that's because of Manscaped's new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Whether you're going for a trim or that clean-shaven look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code SPORTSMANPOD20. That's code SPORTSMANPOD20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Okay? The ball is dropped, but don't drop the ball on your balls. Manscaped to the moon. Um, you know, that's the one thing about the Chiefs, man, and I really think it's Andy Reid, is they all throughout these whole playoffs, I, most this year, we were just talking about a game last year, they always start slow. Always. They can't come out and put their foot on the throat. And that has been Andy Reid forever, man. He doesn't get teams ready, but, but he's they rally good at adjusting, in the second man. half. Yeah, it would be nice, I imagine, if you're a Kansas City fan, if they didn't have to make as many adjustments because they were just ready to begin with. But who gives a fuck? They won th they've won three now, what, they've been to four? I mean, yeah. I will say on another note, I'd like to see Andy Reid kind of tighten the reins a little bit. Like, the fact that Kelsey was bumping him and screaming in his ear, that, that just can't happen in a Super Bowl. Like, I mean, that that to me was... He's had a lot more antics this year with him fucking with Justin Tucker, uh, his helmet and stuff. And like, he's really been feeling himself. He said he's on been his feeling very comfortable. He said on his podcast that he was out of line to do that. He said okay. that it was, it was unacceptable. But like, I just think that like Andy Reid, sometimes he kind of lets his shit go. He doesn't really like, God, I mean, who, what, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. So who like, could you imagine him doing that to like Belichick? Never. Oh my God! Or like Parcells? Never, never. No. Would never happen. Would Bel never Belichick happen. would fucking throw him. his he, ass he off. He would the bench him. Field. He would literally bench him. He would lose the Super Bowl just to bench him. He would. Yeah. He would. Um. But again, same old, same old. And I got to tell you, I had the eeriest feeling watching that Super Bowl, watching Mahomes and Kelsey operate late. It was exactly like Brady and Gronkowski. Just, just unstoppable literally nobody you couldn't do anything they could not do anything when push came to shove it's the same exact thing it's deja vu it's groundhog day whatever you want to call it that's exactly what it is you're witnessing the new patriots i never thought in my lifetime that that could ever happen again short enough not even 10 years later and we're watching it i mean it's it's actually sickening it's sickening because we're going to sit here. We're going to have to deal with this. Just So just sit back and relax. Because maybe you'll knock them off one year out of three, one year out of four. But I don't see the train slowing down anytime soon. I I, I don't. Good. They got rid of the best. Not the, I won't say the best. They got rid of possibly the most dynamic playmaking wide receiver in football. And they won the Super Bowl back-to-back -back years without him. And their best target this year was Marquise Valdez-Scantling or Shea Rice. What's going to happen when they actually get a receiver? They can well, go Rashi get Rice. T. Higgins. They can Rashi go get Rice T. Higgins. Okay, Rashea Rice is a nice it's story, John. What happens when they bring in a legit one like a T. Higgins? Yeah. 
What's going to oh, happen then? That's a problem. It's a problem. It's a real problem. That's an oh my. Yeah. <laughs> How about Taylor Swift first year ever just even watching Must football? be nice. Must be nice. Football. I've been watching yeah, it's a Super Bowl. Bowl. I've been watching Some people have it all, Michael. Some people years, have man. it all. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. You ain't kidding. <laughs> you ain't kidding, man. Some people just got the world by the balls. And she's one of them. She's and some got, people have got nothing. Got by the cojones. Yeah, yeah she sure that, does. Some people do have nothing. You're right. You got to put it all in perspective. But I've been waiting for a Super Bowl for 38 years. And this girl got one the first, in three months, she got one. Yeah. Must be nice. Must some be might nice. say <laughs> she contributed to the uh, quote unquote rig job. Yeah. <laughs> the narrative, as some would say, the, the script, <laughs> the script, the old Taylor, NFL Taylor script, script. <laughs> Taylor script. <laughs> oh my! Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Um, I can't believe our... football's done. By the way, I can't. Oh, believe yeah, it so depressing. Oh, this is this is now. This is we are in the in the dead zone of, yeah, of the dog sports. The dog days. Like we got, we got, we got a. You know, we got March Madness to look forward to, which is that's wonderful. gonna be great. That's, that's gonna be fun. Be By the way, Breezy Lounge will be here all together in New York watching yeah. it. Um, really? Yeah, it's the first time I'm hearing of that. But that's uh, nice. you'll you'll be there. You'll okay. be there. Okay, you bet your ass you'll be there. Yeah. We're gonna okay. be there for the. I think it's the twenty second. Like the first couple days, we're gonna good. be there. Good, because um, I was gonna say she's okay. Good. Yeah, good. you'll be there. Um, good. and then and then it's like you got like NBA playoffs, hockey playoffs. And then it's just like then it's the baseball then. wasteland. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm excited for baseball season though. Me I, too. I, listen, I'm excited because yeah, the Yankees are going to be good. That's why. Well, you know, there's that, and just I like to bet baseball. Believe it or not, I I I, I find that that team total run scored in X amount of innings to be one of the more exciting bets in all of baseball. Okay. I love it. And I actually sports. was very successful in baseball this year, probably more than anything else. Because my guy, my guy just knows baseball. I, 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 I couldn't tell you. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, gentlemen, uh, let's just really quickly go over the OT rules. We sort of briefly touched on them, but is this something you like? Do you do you like this more than the old version? Is there still more tweaking to do? I know a few weeks ago, Mikey said it should be exactly like college which I agree with, except, except, like, except back 20 yards back. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but is this better? Is this a better yes. way of doing things? No, yes. okay. All right. Interesting. Um, I, I thought it was better too, to be honest. I thought it was more interesting. Um, the old rules just sucked, man. It was it put way too much value on, on the coin toss, I thought. It would put way too much stock on that. Absolutely. 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 I, I, listen... You can't, especially in the playoffs, thank God they made this change because in the playoffs, I mean, you cannot have a game end because the team that wins the coin toss goes and scores a touchdown. The game is over. Now, Tiki Barber, Tiki Barber argued on WFAN New York radio uh, this week that it de-emphasizes the critical nature of playing the clock and and having to play the clock, the restraints of the clock. And I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, again, like in the Super Bowl, especially like, God forbid that. One team just if the Niners scored that touchdown to go down and like that's it, the game's over. I I mean, I guess, but I, I do I'll say this. I get it, but I do prefer it where each team gets the ball at least once. I, I do how prefer long, that how long would it have gone until 15 like, how minutes long, and then they would have gone to double overtime. They would have went to double overtime. Yeah. Which okay, how about this? What about you just play an entire quarter, another quarter? 
or 10 minutes if that's too long. Just play a quarter out and see who wins at the end of the quarter. Exactly. So then clock is still a part of the game. That's not bad at all, Tick. That's not bad at all. Another full quarter. Because I I guess maybe they don't want to have to play the whole quarter if they don't have to. Or just 10 minutes. Maybe you make it 10 or 7. Well, 7 minutes you're getting on. 7, yeah, 7. The whole thing. Yeah, they could eat the whole clock. I mean, Which one team almost did. Was it the Niners or the Chiefs? When the Chiefs got the ball, I think. They barely had time. Yes, seven. Well, seven, eight minutes had been knocked off. So maybe just a full quarter or 10 minutes or 12 minutes. I don't know. I I just, I do agree with Tiki that I I did feel like the clock management aspect was missing. Any other sport though, Tick, you got, you got to, you're right. Any other sport, you got overtime in the playoffs. It just keeps going until somebody ends up winning. I think that's how it should be. I agree. The only only exception is uh, soccer used to be golden goal. Now they went to the shootout. Yeah. Um, yeah, Golden Goal was terrible. Ball was kind of cool when somebody would score, but it could just go on forever. Yeah, well, that was actually the kind of cool thing because shootouts, the shootouts, as we know, are just a total crapshoot. I mean, a shootout, a penalty shootout's a total crapshoot. I mean, listen, Italy, it behooved wow. Italy the last time they were in a major tournament, but it's still a total crapshoot. We also um, won. We also won on a shootout. That's what I'm saying. It behoo- It was it was beneficial to them. Is it well, a we all, doesn't shoot, make it right. What, yeah. what makes it a crap a penalty shoot? shootout? Because, because the goal it's is so just impossible guessing? to save. It's nerve wracking, man. Yeah. It's so nerve wracking. It's all about yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. But Whatever. no, we also I, lost you know one, Mikey, when, when Baggio I, hit skied yeah, it over please, Brazil against Brazil in U.S. territory I, in I U.S. land, man. <laughs> By <laughs> the way, you, you got a, you got the Netherlands going to have a, a, a fucking World yeah, Cup that's final. Correct. Yes, I know. It's that is unbelievable. Right, you, you right. Gotta, you got to get tickets. I know. I got to. I got to. I got to see what I can do there. Um, I will <laughs> say this final thing about overtime. I do still think college football overtime is the most exciting. I've seen games yeah. go to five overtimes, six overtimes. They change the rules after the second you OT. Go you two. have. You got to go for two. So I, I just think that the NFL should. I don't know why they don't take a look at that. And then each offense starts from the fifty, and you try and match. I mean, yeah. I, I I know these kickers are good. So if you gain ten yards, odds are the kicker may be able to make that kick. But even still, a fifty-something yarder is no gimme, even if you are an NFL kicker. So, I, but I guess that's never going to be in the cards. I think they're going to keep this rule. I'd be surprised if you see it get changed anytime soon. They already recently changed it. I think you're going to be locked into this overtime format in the playoffs for a while. Yeah, I think so too. Um, All right. Good stuff, guys. Let's move on here. Mr. Anderson has Tony Romo, good or bad. Uh, Let's just keep this one quick, but I'm interested because all this guy does now is catch shit about how shitty he is and how he doesn't, he doesn't seem to do his research. He's just going with the flow. He sounds like he's drinking a beer in there. Who knows if any of that's true. But do you like him? Is he good or bad? I think he's good. I I, I like him. I have no issues with him. I, I he called a couple plays during the Super Bowl. Yeah. He, I, I heard him call a couple plays and a couple. He watched the formation. He watched an audible. He said that uh, a blitzer was coming and and sure as shit the guy came. I mean, you know the guys that are criticizing Romo doesn't know what he's doing. Are the same guys that never played a single snap of organized football or the highest level they ever played in was in high school. So I mean, I I, I think Romo brings a lot to the booth. I I do. I think he's I think he's cool. I think he's funny. I think him and Nance are very funny together. Like, yeah. What are you looking for exactly? Like, do you want to be in like a library where I, it's like super serious? I think they're so funny together. I think they're I great. thought the commentary was terrible for the Super okay. Bowl. Whoa. I, wow. here, here, here's why. It's not all your points are valid. Like he's Tony. very knowledgeable. There was no excitement. 
It was the last play of the game. They're like, this will be for the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? I, I, I like the call. Nance's call was good. Jackpot. Kansas City, they're in Vegas. Jackpot. By the way, I love Very Jim Nance. He made a bunch of mistakes. That he's, he made Jim, a bunch. Jim, Jim's getting old, man. Jim, yeah, Jim's he getting made, old, dude. He's getting he's old. The, like, he's that's he's the best to ever guys, do it, dude. but he made some real real errors i mean listen nance is getting up there man and that's what happened to these, that's what happened to these guys i mean you listen to keith jackson when he did college keith jackson was the voice of college football he was the best to ever do it like joe said and then towards the end the last couple of games he called like he, he he legitimately couldn't see what was going on he was calling yeah, it was the bad. plays it was and- bad so let's go to super bowl commercials okay mike oh, if you're going to keep this one quick quick as well um did you i thought it was one of the worst super bowl commercial years of all time i didn't I like agree. None, almost none really stuck out for me really no 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 my wife enjoyed a couple i guess but i really didn't really pay attention i really yeah, people like attention. the duncan ones just because <laughs> that people, was pretty good people go crazy for for a boston accent and, and duncan coffee it's just it's just it's just a free throw it's just sure. easy money um and then also dude i don't know if it was my tv when it came to the um national anthem and when it came to usher it sounded like his mic was low like i couldn't hear him that well i really had to listen it was like when you're in a high school and you go see a band in high school and the instruments are always way louder than the guy trying to sing it it sounded kind of like that that might have been my tv i don't know if you had the same experience yeah, I, I listen, the Super Bowl is my least favorite playoff game for a reason. Unless my team's playing uh-huh. it, and I've been saying this for, for years. If your team's not playing in the Super Bowl, I, I just don't find the experience enjoyable. The halftime show, I really like once in a while, I guess I'll enjoy it. Like I of course I liked a couple songs that Usher did. Um, no problem with that, but it's just a it's a fiasco. It's a production, it's it's a show more than it is about the football itself. So for me, like I just I'm not a big Super Bowl guy. I just don't like it. I don't enjoy it. Um, you know, it's it's the it's the last game of the year, which is depressing enough. But I much prefer Championship Sunday, AFC NFC Championship games, Wild Card Saturday. You know, divisional round Saturday. I love the playoff Saturday blocks. Those are like yeah. my favorite. But then Championship Sunday to me is so much better than Super Bowl Sunday. You get two games, and it's less of a production, more about football. I just yeah, the Super Bowl really is just—it's just—it's just a big commercialized. That's what it is. Yeah, it, it is. I—I I, I saw there was a commercial. I think it was for T-Mobile. It was—it started out terribly, but then Jason Momoa was in it, and I thought he was hysterical. He started singing, and he, he did the whole J Lo thing. Where do you remember that commercial, Tick? Oh, with the Scrubs guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he pulled the thing. <laughs> the water came down on him. He was singing and dancing. I thought it was wild, and I thought he was very good. So. That was right. that was one that I remembered. I, I to be honest, um, I was kind of muting it, like on, on the commercials, and just kind of like just do my own thing. It was a good year to mute it. I honestly I couldn't give you one that I thought was a dead ringer. Usually Bud Light has good Doritos ones. normally has good Doritos ones. Doritos normally has they all. And you know what the other thing too is a lot of these companies used to hire just commercial actors and make it a funny script now you it's like you have to have a celebrity involved dude there was a Michelob ultra commercial that had like leo messi and like seven other guys and dan marino was in it like there there was like i was like how much what was the budget on that yeah that was good that was a good one it was was wild it was like a minute and a half long it felt like it was was, good it was outrageous i was like the production that they had to pay for this just for just imagine leo messi by himself i'm like oh my god 
It Bro, was Dan wild. Marino was in about 15 commercials. He was in almost every single one. It was it was unbelievable. Um, and talk about a guy who's like, you know, respect the talent, but he's he's a little cheesy, Dan Marino. He's a little bit, he's a little tough to take. Respect the guy. Seems like a nice guy, a little cheesy. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, all right, guys, let's move on here. We got the Hall of Fame. Uh, we got our guys, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis, Randy Gratishar, and Steve McMichael. Any issues there? Do we like it? Do we not like it? Anyone who maybe shouldn't have made it and did make it? No, I, Hall of Fame is, uh, again, there's a lot of politics in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, I don't have any issues. I mean, uh, I thought Hester should have made it. You know, he did. He, I thought he should have made it first ballot. He didn't, and he didn't make it last year again. So he I'm didn't glad make he first ballot. No, he was no, he didn't. He was no, he didn't. Um, you know, McMichael apparently is in like real dire straits. He's he's very sick. He's had MS now for for years, and apparently tonight he got rushed to the hospital. So I don't even know if if Steve McMichael is going. Certainly, he wasn't going to make the uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony to begin with, but. Uh, now I'm a little more concerned, but um, Peppers is a monster. Oh, he, um, was, he played he was, for both he, our teams, Michael. Sure did. Um, and uh, you know, I don't have I don't have any issues with it. I don't have any issues with it. Um, Kawhi Freeney again, was also a political. monster when he played. Freeney was a monster with the Colts. I mean, he was one of the reasons they actually won a Super Bowl, and he was he was so great. I think he was bookended with Robert Mathis, if I remember correctly. Yes, he, he was. Yes, true. Yes, and he was. Uh, they were they were a duo. They were they a very sure formidable were. duo uh, to deal with on that D line for Indy. Um, but yeah, the whole thing's you know it's it's very political. There's some that are absolute no brainers and obvious, but uh, you know this year I think it's a good class. I think it's a good class. You know, three bears, so I'm not going to complain about that <laughs> for sure. But Joey D, any thoughts? I mean, yeah, no, I I, I like I said, I, I I rarely have any complaints about Hall of Fame inductees. I, I think for a while, remember when T.O. couldn't get in? I thought that that was, mm-hmm. that was ridiculous. But aside from that, most of these players that they have going in, they're all you know, monumentally good in their era. So no issues on my end. Yeah, the only one I, I had a hesitation about, and the talent was Hall of Fame, was just Andre Johnson. Because I remember he just he was great when he was playing, but he got hurt a lot. And it just it just made he's the only one that I looked at and thought maybe I, I don't he know kind of dominated for a while too. Did he was great. He really he really did. That's why I said and the town. Who did he have throwing the ball to him? That's the other thing. That is that's a good point. Yeah. David nobody. Carr. That's like the I mean Yep. Guy got guy got sacked more times than who God even knows. Man. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Um, all right, gentlemen, let's talk one more thing and then we'll move on to who's a problem. Um, you guys are heading to Daytona 500, kicking off the NASCAR season. Always. I've been to a handful of NASCAR races. I, I love them. It's been a long time, but NASCAR or uh, Daytona 500 rather is, you know, that's the event that and probably Tal- the Talladega 500. Those are the two big ones. It's going to be a blast. Um, are you guys you guys getting excited? 
Joey D, how do you feel about this thing? I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We get to yeah. go in one of the race cars, Tick. Like the what? what? It's yeah, not the the, the pace, place the pl- the pace, pace car. Pace car. Yeah. yeah. So we got to yeah. go on Sunday. That's cool. Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday at seven a.m. We got to be there at six forty-five, and yeah. the thing's going like one hundred twenty or one hundred thirty miles an hour around That's cool. track. I'd so we get to go in there. If Perez makes that shot. I, I'm going to do an IG live while I'm in there. I might just I might just go live. Just me going sure. around the track. They're probably gonna have to put a helmet on us or something. I don't, I'm very concerned. I don't even. Michael know if I'm was like, fit you know, I got back issues. <laughs> yeah, I told the guy straight out, and I said, I don't know if I'm gonna fit in this car, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm. Sure and then I'm... we're golfing with a bunch of the racers, which is gonna be cool too. What? So, Who are you going um, with? You know, I will. I have. I sent it out. Yeah, Hold on. Give me one second. With, uh, I have. I would bet Danny going, Hamlin's one of them. We're going with. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, so Danny Hemrick. Uh, Harrison Burton, Daniel Hamrick, Harrison Todd Burton, Gillian, Todd Gillian, Blainley, and Bubba Wallace. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's the C team, but it you know, wow. it's, uh, I mean, it is. It, wow. You know, you, you're looking for your Austin Dillons, your Kevin Harvicks, your. Matt I mean, Kansas. Austin Dillon, I could meet that guy in two seconds. That's Swan's driver. We're Swan's, gonna meet Paul Swan. Swan's, Swan's yeah. on his pit crew. That guy. Yeah, no, I'm just but you're not. I golfing. have no interest in meeting Austin Dillon. He rooted against me vehemently in the Peloton. <laughs> yeah, he rooted really, for his gotta, guy. Got a root for his guy, Mikey. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but I, you know, I didn't have a guy live with me cheering me on next to me <laughs> on my bike. It was supposed it was to be Bob. Ridiculous. I mean, I don't think Bob was going to fly out from California to watch me Peloton. That would have been. You should have had Gas or one of those guys or Luna Lou going. Yeah, you should have. You should or little Dom. You should have had Dom there cheering. Uh, you Dom, 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 two fucks. uh well that's gonna be exciting man it's gonna be fun i I actually am really excited to see mike v again i i thought this last trip was uh (laughs) weak i i could not stop laughing me and joe were just laughing we we had we had so much fun we we were just you know just cloud surfing having a blast <laughs> it was just dude i'm telling you there's nothing better than a little cloud surf and with a couple get a couple bets and by the way thank god we're going to be east coast again we could bet into the wee hours of the morning i don't have to worry <laughs> about this everything because the problem with i tell you what i could never ever make it on the west coast dog i could never make it because if the last bet i could place is nine o'clock at night that's that's awful dude do you know how awesome it is to sit in my basement on a college football Saturday and I'm still firing in at midnight, one o'clock, live betting, 1.30 in the morning? This is this is horseshit, nine o'clock. <laughs> the last game tips off at nine. It's horrible, Ticket. It's horrible. I don't know how you do it. Terrible. I could I, never. I, well, I like he's going to be with us. He's going to be with us. Not in Daytona, but I will be with no, you guys. No, but soon, soon to be on the East Coast. Yeah, so sure. we need that. We need Well, allegedly, well, we don't know. No, I'm already here. We haven't seen one single. Well, you're not. You're not with me. No, but I'm. No, but I am on the East Coast. I'm. I'm firmly on the East Coast. But yeah, you're right. I'm not. I'm not there with you, Joe. (laughs) Um, hopefully soon. It's uh, dude. Fucking moving's daunting, bro. It's fucking. Oh, dude, I got banged so bad on this move. The applications, the first, last month's rent, the furnishing, the everything man it, it's a fucking daunting ass to ha- it's it's i'm frightened i'm very i'm frightened about this Don't to be, be honest frightened. you should do like uh you should do like like yaman and just he just travels with one suitcase and nothing else that's it well that's what's gonna happen is i'm gonna show up in an apartment and there's just gonna be there's just gonna be nothing in there and i'm gonna yaman, be yaman jumped in my suv to uh 
to go to the airport from Arizona the morning I left. I had like an SUV like set up to pick me up and shit. And he fucking jumped in and it was just him and that gigantic fucking podcast equipment suitcase, man. <laughs> oh, I the Pelican. You, I, I really feel I feel for him having a lot. That's that normally tickets. Finger. No, that's, that's my tickets. job. Yeah, that's tough, Tick. That's, that's why his back's that's broken. tough, man. That's bro. tough. I could never with my back. I'd be in trouble. Oh, well, that's why oh, I'm in bad dude. shape, bro. That's why I'm, I got an MRI next week, by the way. Do you really? Oh, I do. No, I got an MRI shit. coming up. On the back? Yeah, they think it's a slip disc pinched nerve. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. That I'm is having, not good, Because I'm having all kinds of leg pain, and they think it. Oh, yeah, you having tingling? Uh, no, oh. I'm not having, I'm having a little bit of, t- I'm having a little bit of tingling. That's not good, Dick. That I know it's good. hence that the MRI, good, brother. That ain't good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. M- more to the good. point is the uh, extreme pain in the back of my calf. That That's a little bit more concerning to me. Uh, right. It just feels like it's constantly tight. I'm limping around right now. It's it's yeah. not good. I'm in bad no. shape. I hope no. it's not nerve damage, but we'll see. Um, luckily, my job is sitting on a couch and editing the show, so I'll still have a job. Might need to hire a new camera right. guy, though. Um, oh. Anyway, anyway, um, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it's all good. Hopefully, it's just a little stiffness. You know, hopefully, it's that. Uh, but let's move on, guys. Let's go to who's a problem. Um, Joey D, who is your problem this week? Um, I I, I kind of toggled back and forth with who my problem was going to be. And um, I think my problem is going to be know who i should take here um i think the problem is going to be i don't know i had a couple (laughs) i'm like toggling back and forth who i'm going to go with i'll just go with the obvious one i think that my problem is just the entire kansas city chiefs man it's it's just i it's too obvious but it, it has to be said it's just it's the same thing as when the the Patriots had a dynasty. It's just, you know, I now on the one hand, I do like Kelsey and Mahomes. Um, you know, I met them. They're great guys. I I appreciate them. I actually really like Andy Reid too. But it's just, man, like you just want to see some parody. You want to see some parody. And normally, the NFL is the best league of all sports for parody, and in which you have, you know, a new team every year coming in and winning and and making an impact. And um, I I agree with what Michael said earlier. I I think that this is this this could be another year or two where we're seeing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl winning again. Um, and you know, I appreciate dynasties and I I respect it. I wish I could have a dynasty of my own for my team, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, but it's just it's just man, it just gets old a little bit, you know. It's just like spread it's it's like the rich getting richer you know it's like that whole thing it's where it's just like you want to see a team like i'd love to see lamar win a super bowl or i'd love to see you know uh you know i'd love to see a team like the lions go to the super bowl and win it you know that 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 to me would be really cool and it's just i think the problem is is when you get a quarterback that's generationally good like patrick mahomes is it just it changes the entire dynamics of the rest of the league, and um, you know I'm happy for them, but at the same time, like Mikey's right, this this was the worst team they've had in years, and they're still better than everybody else, so they're absolutely a problem. Mikey, yeah, I mean, who's the a problem? Two, only two teams to beat them in the AFC title game is Brady and and Burrow, and yeah. uh, 
you know, that's, that's not good, you know, cause there's no more Tom Brady's left in this league and Joe Burrow, you know, hopefully he does bounce back. I think since he would have had a good year, had he not gotten hurt. Um, but that's a concern. Uh, my problem this week is coach Shanahan from the, from the Niners. Uh, you look at a guy, I, I touched on it earlier, all these blown leads in Super Bowl games, the biggest games, Niners, the best rosters bar none by far in the league. And, you know, it's just, he's not able to get over that hump and then to fire Steve Wilkes the day. After, I can't believe after, that. Like, I, now, listen, a lot of Niner fans were bitching about Steve Wilkes all year. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to doubt that. I actually did agree that their defense should have played better towards the toward at the end of the stretch there. They, they weren't generating any pass rush with the front four anymore. He wasn't adjusting from that and saying, okay, I got to bring blitzers because my front four. Now in the Super Bowl, totally different story. Chase Young yeah. played with his hair on fire. Nick Bosa yes, played did. with his hair on fire. Eric Armstead was making plays. Totally different. But, I mean, the guy was there one season, man. What are we doing? They won the NFC. They went to the Super Bowl. This guy loses his job? I mean, Kyle Shanahan, like, like, take a look in the mirror, pal. Like, you're the one who's been there, and you're the one who keeps blowing these double-digit leads in the Super Bowl. Not not, not Wilkes, not Steve Wilkes. He didn't blow the lead. You blew the lead. Uh, you're the head coach. You take responsibility, and that's your scapegoat, firing a D coordinator's first year after the defense, by the way, did a pretty, pretty great job, all things considered, on Mahomes for the majority of that game. Yeah, they did. Of course, Mahomes is going to Mahomes at the end of the day, but but what about your your star-studded, unstoppable scheming offense? That 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 I saw one trick play that was great, and then you rode McCaffrey as much as you could ride him for the rest of the game. You didn't get the ball to Debo Samuel. You didn't get the ball to Brandon Ayuk. You didn't get the ball to George Kittle. What like what are we doing here? I, I just think it's a huge scapegoat. Um, and, 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 and it's really unfortunate. It, it really is unfortunate. Steve Wilkes, I hope he lands a job somewhere, uh, because I think he deserves it. I think he deserved another year, man. Like that's just dirty. If he was there a couple years, even tick, maybe I could understand yeah. he was there three years, four years. It was his first season guy goes to the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Come on. That's, that's, that's garbage. Well, it seems pretty obvious that Kyle Shanahan's trying to make you look over here. So you don't look over here. Because yeah, all the no heat was coming it. his no way, and he had to, he had to throw someone under the bus there. And man, um, oh man, I don't know if that was the guy to do it to fire a fucking fire a quarterback coach or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Pick, pick somebody. Pick like pick somebody else, man. Like I, I don't know. That was dirty in my opinion, but no, I hear you. Um, uh, my problem this week is going to be Nick Taylor, the winner of the WM Phoenix wow. Canadian oh. kid. Yeah, seems like a nice guy absolutely fucked me on sunday um had a midday bet on charlie hoffman and this guy this guy was just a fucking cockroach man nick taylor that is he just wouldn't go away he wouldn't go he was among the leaders in the beginning of the day but then sort of struggled i think at the end of round three and then most of his way through round four and then just at the end man this guy just birdied and birdied and birdied and came back and fucked me i mean and he just absolutely obliterated me um that's that's all i got for him really seems like a good guy otherwise canadian he guy won the rbc sure. cha championship too. yes he did that On was that the infamous where adam hadden got absolutely steamrolled by the security guard yes that's he right he went to go celebrate with his friend and then the guy just fucking and remember that nick, mikey nick taylor hit like a 45 foot putt to win that thing right which one? Oh yeah and then the, the that big oh, that big security my. guard 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, him. that was an old guy. <laughs> that guy, man. And you know what? You got to, like, that guy was just trying to do his job. He didn't fucking know. But my God, is that is that bad optics at the end of the day? <laughs> that's just bad optics. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, it I is. tell you what, Mikey, he, he, they might have needed that guy on the waste management for a little bit. He could have <laughs> steamrolled a few Dude, people. They needed, they needed something. They needed something. I got to tell you, Arizona in general, the security is very, very porous. Very porous. Every place uh-huh. I went, the what security a wild was, statement. The security <laughs> was porous. It was porous at the bars. It was porous at the tournament. It's just why porous. would you be I, expecting security at a bar though? Like what? What kind of security? Nightclub. Night you tick, need security. Tick, oh, tick, oh, a tick, night. A nightclub's yeah. different. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I would. I don't know if I would classify where we were as a nightclub. I would say it it's was, a sports bar. It was, it's, it's a, a club. It's, it's a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. They're doing okay. bottle service. But there's I mean, a million, I, there's a zillion TVs. I mean, that's a sports bar also. Are you so talking it's, about it's, the Riot House? Or are you talking Riot about Riot House? Riot, 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 Riot House. House. Okay. How no, DraftKings, I mean, DraftKings got great security. They got armed cops in there. I mean, they got legitimate They look like they were there. going to war. I mean, I, yeah, I, well, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah but you know what? I felt very safe in there. I felt very safe. Can't say the same everywhere else I was. You're getting, getting sure. treated like royalty in there too, though, which is nice. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get on to the viewer questions. <laughs> uh, we got a note here. Patrick Stewart, the guy who was asking us about proposal tips a while back. Uh, he got married or he got he proposed and it went oh. well. So congratulations, wow, Patrick. Good for him. Good for him. I'm sure that the tips that we gave didn't help at all, but glad to hear it went well. Congratulations. Um, first question comes from Jake Sanders. Who are your way too early 2025 Super Bowl teams? Way too early Super Bowl teams? Yep. Give me... How many are we going to give? We got to cap that. We can't just start spitting out 100 Well, teams, the Super Bowl is so. two teams. and One from the NFC. Oh, oh you want to do one NFC, one AFC? Okay. That's I think fine. so. I mean, it I seems so. a little premature. I mean... Well, that's why it's way too early, Joe. That's that's the point of this exercise. That's correct. <laughs> it seems too early. I'll go with the Buffalo Bills and I'll like go that. with I don't. I'll go with the Buffalo Bills versus I mean, I just like it because I hope it happens. That's a different story. Yeah. All right, Bills and and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I'm joking. <You're>... I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> dick. <laughs> what an absolute dick. Uh, give me the Eagles to come back. Now you're still being a piece of shit. See, now you're still being a dick. That's all right, Mikey. Who do you, who do you got? Uh, I, I'm get, the AFC. I'm listen. I'll do a futures Friday like I did this past year for only subs, but like. And and that I won't have rules. Like last year, I gave three teams. They were all AFC teams, Bengals, Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, Ravens. Um, but in, for these purposes, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to take the – the Chiefs are going to be better next year. They're going to be better. They're going to get a receiver. Mm-hmm. They're going to get offense, uh, offensive lineup. They're going to get a couple more defenses. They're going to be better. So give me the Chiefs in the AFC. Now, the NFC is a little bit tougher. Um, I will say this. I don't think it'll be NFC East, although I don't because I just don't see what the Eagles are going to do. I, I what about the Cowboys? It's just and it's so poorly for the Eagles and Cowboys. That's why I'm kind of avoiding both of those teams. Uh, so I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to say that Green Bay 
Green Bay. I could, was going to say that, and I thought you guys Green, would shit on me for Green it. Bay could, if they nail the offseason, could be a very, very scary team. I mean, shit, they should have beat San Francisco. They should have imagine, beat San Francisco. Imagine the Packers got T. Higgins. That's right. Well, right. There's a lot of good free agents this year. I mean, you got Chris Jones, you got T. Higgins, you got Mike Evans. I mean, there's guys out there. There's you know, Evans there's, is the one that apparently you know, ja- ja- uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen from uh, from from Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Free yeah. agent. I mean, there's a lot of good free agents out there. So I, I think right now, gun to my head, give me Green Bay and give me the Chiefs. I mean, I don't see how you pick against the Kansas City Chiefs again. And I understand you want Buffalo to be there. I get that. But this was Buffalo's best shot. They had them at home. Allen was playing the best he had played all year. You had Diggs. You had Knox. You had Dalton Kincaid. The defense was fine. They weren't as banged up as they had been in years past. And you still lost. You still. So to me, it's like the window in Buffalo, man, is is inching close. I, I don't think it's opening. I think it's it's closing. And now all the drama with Diggs and is he going to stay there? Is he not? Is it, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just a team that scares me, man. I like them a lot. I picked them to beat the Chiefs this year in the playoffs, but I'm just very weary of them. Well, the one thing about the Chiefs is they are losing Chris Jones, who's by far their best defensive player. I don't know if that's true, though. I, I don't. You think know they might resign true. him? No, it's going to cost a boatload, obviously. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't know. If you're Chris know, Jones, or do you do you says he wants a, to stay? Do you take a little bit of a pay cut to be on a team that could easily win another Super Bowl? Why the fuck? Why the fuck not, dude? You're gonna be. How much money do you just really didn't you get like make? a million dollar fucking bonus at he's the gotta, end of the year? Forget about the bonuses. What about all the money he's gonna make from fucking from uh from uh you know sponsorships and, and stuff like that? I mean, guy's gonna on. be selling a sandwiches soon for sure. sure. Um. All right. I yeah. I'll go with. I I like I like the Chiefs too, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I, I'm not going to buy into that. The, you know, the Lamar I love, can't I love do it. the Ravens tick. I, I like that pick a lot. I think they can improve too. I just, they were the best man. team all season. And the I second know, they but lost, man, did he look terrible in that AFC title yeah, he game? Did. He get, looked terrible. Mikey, give, give him, give him Derrick Henry next year. Now I know he's not the same guy ah, he used to be. I know big he's dog. not the same guy he used to be, but he, no, but they could, they could sure as shit better than whoever they've been tr- running out there this past couple seasons. Well, they have to stay healthy. For some reason, their running backs always die. Baltimore. It's happened like the last three After years. Dobbins, Dobbins died. It fucking the other guy died. <laughs> Mitchell, oh, Mitchell, Mitchell. I mean, like the, it's yeah. just they—they they are very, very snake bitten at that position with injuries. I don't know why. Andrews getting hurt did not help either because yeah, he came yeah. back, but he was a decoy. He was they, not. They need a. I'm going to say, I think Baltimore needs a running back, like Ticket said, to stay healthy. And I do think they need like a, a legit one receiver. I, I like Zay Flowers a lot, but that's a lot to ask of him as, as a second year player now. Go out and maybe they get a Mike Evans would be fucking tremendous. In oh, Baltimore. my God. It I would. think that that would be great for them. Mike, he's reliable, he's experienced, he's big, catch radius. I, I think that that would be a home run for them. I don't think they're going to get Higgins. I think Higgins will go elsewhere. Could be wrong, but I don't think he'll go in in the division. No, he can. He's a free agent. It's not like it's a trade, but uh, Mike Evans, man, that would be interesting. That if you got to make that pick, though, between we got money for a running back, we got money for a wide receiver. I, it, to me, it would make sense to p- spend that money on a, a running back, but. I, I don't know. I mean, you could draft. You, you could draft. A, you could draft an RB. I mean, you, these yeah, guys. You could. You could draft a stud in the third round, second round. I mean, teams sure. do it all the time. You know, it would be a great Baltimore running back, hmm. Blake Corum. Yeah, it was just Blake, yeah. Blake Corum. Oh. Would be, 
a quintessential Baltimore Raven. His style of running, go play for the other Harbaugh brother. By the way, book the quorum pick to the Ravens. I think now I just spoke Whoa. that. He's going to be gone way before they, they get to him. What, what? You think so? You think he'll go that high in the first, like a dude? Top I 20 that, guy? I don't know if that happens anymore, running backs in this league, unless you're really, really special coming out of college. And not to say quorum isn't, but uh dual threat wise i don't know how he is catching the ball out of the backfield if he if he translates that well i i, I could see baltimore like quorum and i think that would be a home run pick for them there you go maybe it'll happen maybe you just spoke it into existence i'm sure baltimore well, if it fans... does i'm gonna need ea sports to clip that that would be <laughs> a wild prediction and then if they he, also he get... would fit in though i know i i, I nose blood on i his actually face, really do down. like i do Loves like the tickets. hardball brothers I do like tickets thing with Henry going there too. That could be pretty sure, good. Yeah. I like that also. I, I like but if they get quorum, they got to go out and get a crab tree or a, a Mike Evans that they yep. got it. Yep. That's, yep. If you're yep. going to draft your RB, you've got to spend money somewhere, which I know that organization doesn't, doesn't traditionally love to do, but you might, you might have to, cause you got a window right now. Um, anyway, let's move on here. Thanks for the question oh, there. Oh. Next one comes from Noah Devos. Who would survive the longest on Naked and Afraid and or what is the single best fast food item? Two completely different questions. I, who So who would survive the longest on Naked and Afraid? Do you, do we all ticket. know what that show is? Ticket. Yeah. You think I would, I would last ticket. the longest? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mikey, you're a, you're a hoss, dude. No, yeah, but I, I, I don't like it. Yeah, he's not good with his hands. What the fuck does that mean, Joe? What, what, is, what does that mean? And plus, when you're when you're that big, the blood flow that uh, you, he's gonna be in the cold. Wait, 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 wait. How am I not with my hands? What does that mean? What does that mean? I, I don't I don't see you whittling wood into you like. Oh into, no, that's know. exact. I'm not a survivalist. That no, that's what happen. I'm saying. What, what is wrong with me saying that? No, like like thing. listen. If I have my home, if I have a bunker, I could survive that. But I can't be out on like some island or something like. Can that. You imagine this guy naked Bugs out there, and shit. six no. foot seven. I mean, you know the blood flow from his head to toes. It would be. That's why I said I instantly said ticket. I instantly said ticket. Best fast food item for me is probably the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. In terms of like the the item that I go to the most often, I would say mm. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. I would say, I think Perez would last the longest. He's smart enough that he would figure right. out some devious that way. 14, that fourteen eighty would pay dividends out there. <laughs> and he's, got, he's got he's got some body fat to 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 live off of for a little while. <laughs> That's horrible. That's just horrible, man. Oh. <laughs> he's dying. He always is. He loves his nobody loves jokes his own um, jokes more than Joe. Give me the crunch wrap supreme is best fast food. Oh, oh that's tremendous. That's great. That's, that's really great. good. Yeah, it's great. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Joe. I think Joe would last the longest out there. Oh, right? Fuck out of here. I, 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 I feel like I would. I would just. I think so Joe, bad. I would not. I, I would think Joe is a survivor. I think Joe is a survivor. Like a cockroach. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's Hard to kill me. Many, that's one of many survivors. <laughs> and then I'll go with um. It's a sandwich I get once a year because of how greasy and and a heart attack it is. Baconator. The Baconator, I think, wow. from Wendy's is is pound for pound the best sandwich in fast food. I've held that position job. for a long time. Yeah, that was good. Why don't you, you clip that up, Mr. EA Sports? As soon as I heard <laughs> greasy, as soon as I heard greasy, that was it's, the tell. It's that a was the tell. Bomb, dude. It's a bomb. All right, let's do one more. Uh, Lee Zanardini wants to know, if you all met yourself in college, what advice would you give yourself today? 
None. <laughs> that that is that we should end the show. We should end the show. End the show. I turned note. out pretty good. I, I made yeah, it out. No, pretty... no, don't don't it's say like the else. butterfly effect. If I yep. said anything else, it yep. would change the course of history. That's right. All right, I'm folks. Happy, I'm happy where I am. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I I would I'll give a serious answer. I would say don't rush into anything. Don't rush into anything. Take your time. You have more time than you think you have until you don't. That's a Yogi Berra kind of yogiism. You got sure. more time until you don't. Think about that. Wow. You got more time until you don't. Sure. Yeah. You rush into <laughs> things, tick. You rush into things you don't know. You know, you take your time. You got more yeah. time than you know. I, you I would feel the same way. I, I would like to tell that guy to not be so reactionary. Don't, if you feel like you've been fucked, don't build an entire person based on spite. You know, which is sort of what I did. I, I sort of built a guy who was just ruthless with his personal life for a long time because I had felt fucked a long time ago. And I wish that I hadn't been so reactionary and, and curated a person based on on really one single thing. And now that I've gained perspective in my life, I, I look back and I realize what a big part in me getting fucked actually was. It was almost more my fault than it was anybody else's. So, yeah, oh, I guess that very, plays in. Uh... That's yeah. very, prof it's very profound, Tick. Very, it's very uh, poignant. Very poignant. Sure. Poignant. Sure. Just be patient. That's a good word. Hey, that's a 1480 word. Sure. That's a great one. Um, all right, guys. Uh, another good episode. Fun. I hadn't seen you guys in a long time. It was cool to We're catch up. Man. Yeah, I miss you guys too. I'll be have fun in Daytona. I'll look forward to hearing how that goes. Have fun in the pace car um make sure you guys like comment subscribe to the youtube and the instagram fire questions into the instagram and mr anderson will kick them back to us we'll answer them at the end of each episode but until next week guys take care have fun this weekend be safe and uh we will see everyone next week